Good morning from Skift. It's Friday, November 6th in New York City. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily newsletter at skift.com daily. Brought to you by Audible. And now, here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. Booking data may show the hotel industry continues to steadily improve from record low demand levels seen in early April. But Hyatt CEO Mark Hoplamazian is worried about the rest of the year, writes hospitality reporter Cameron Spearns. The hotel industry has kept an optimistic tone this earnings season with respect to coronavirus case surges around the world. Hilton CEO Chris Nassetta, while mentioning the second wave, didn't sound any alarms during his company's earnings call earlier this week, nor did Choice Hotel CEO Patrick Patius earlier Thursday. Both executives pointed to positive monthly occupancy trends for their reasoning. But Hoplamazian cautioned that data isn't telling the full story when it comes to the hotel industry's prospects heading into winter. If all I did was look at the data that we've realized to date, we'd have no caution in our tone. But that's not really helpful, he said Thursday during an investor call. Unless you're asleep, you'd see the caseloads are increasing daily to new records in a large number of U.S. states and in Europe. Hoplamazian has more reason to be concerned than the other hotel executives. Hyatt posted a $161 million third quarter loss compared to Hilton's $81 million loss. Choice Hotels even saw a $14.5 million profit for the quarter. Next up, Booking Holdings is sticking with its connected trip strategy despite the pandemic, with Chief Financial Officer David Goulden acknowledging that the company's industry-leading margins could be compromised somewhat in the short term. Executive Editor Dennis Shaw writes that in 2019, Booking Holdings recorded earnings margins of nearly 39%. For the connected trip strategy, Booking.com wants to facilitate the entire trip, whether it is a flight and accommodation plus ground transportation and a tour, and to be able to deliver it via the most convenient local payment system. The margin dilution would come from Booking.com recently launching flights for U.S. flyers. Increased marketing spend when a recovery takes shape, hopefully next spring, officials said, could also eat into margins, executives said. Finally, the number of people screened by the TSA at U.S. airports is plateauing at around 600,000 per day. Although this is up from the nadir of under 100,000 people per day in April, it's still a fraction of the roughly 2 million people the agency screened in October last year. Airline Weekly editor Madhu Anikrishnan writes that the TSA's so-called throughput numbers are widely watched by the airline and travel industries as a proxy for travel demand. The last day of normal this year was in early March when the numbers tracked with 2019s. By mid-March, the numbers began to slowly decline as news about the coronavirus in Asia and Europe began to affect travel patterns in the U.S. and plunged in April to under 100,000 passengers per day. Since then, throughput has steadily risen, especially over the summer. For more travel stories, head to skiff.com. To find these stories and more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skiff Daily newsletter at skiff.com daily. Get more of what you love all in one place with Audible. Whether you want to try out a guided fitness program or check out a thriller for your lunch break, there's so much more to choose from on Audible. Your favorite dark fantasy audio drama, The Sandman, or your new favorite comedy podcast, Things We Don't Talk About? Yeah, you can find it all along with Audible Originals. The new Audible is your playlist for life. Try it free for 30 days. Visit audible.com.